Shilokia. He held on to that angel. He said, he held on to that person. He said, I will not let you go until you bless me. It was a decision. So it meant that there was a possibility that that night Jacob would have met that same person and gone back the same way. But that day was an encounter. You see, there was a difference between the first encounter. The first encounter made him see the accessing of spiritual things. And that was the time he said, I heard God was here and I did not know. You see, so the first time was a mistake of the atmosphere of which God is. But that second time in Peniel, he said, no, this time around, I understand this type of things. When I see you, I know you. When you come, I will not leave you. Anytime you show up, I will not let you go. So Peniel is that time when we will press him. We will say, I've not seen that level of God expressing himself in this level, but I don't, I don't care. But you have shown up today. Even if it's your hand that I can catch, it doesn't matter to me. But if I catch you, you're not walking out of this place. That's the thing that we will do. That night, I don't know what, what has been the problem for anybody, cases, diseases. But that night is the night where you will contend. You will, be, you will hold on to God. You will hold on to God. If it means him, you see, in such encounters, see what will happen. Jacob did not go back home. Because one thing that God did was that he had to touch his feet to say there was a witness that that day you met me. So God will put a mark upon you to testify that that day you came, we met together. If it will take you whatever, don't miss that night. It's from 10 o'clock, it's seven hours. We're just taking seven hours of worship and work. Are we here? It's going to be seven hours. Just from 10 to 5 a.m. By 5 a.m., we're done. Amen. It's, it's going to be a prophetic night. Really prophetic night. Really prophetic night. This place, this place has something. I used to tell people this place has something, but people don't like. There's something here. There's an atmosphere here. There's always an atmosphere here. There's angelic activities are always even the heat here is not heat I'm telling you true, even the heat you feel huh? is not heat amen, listen carefully so these are the things that are coming up, certain people some ministers are coming around and they will be a blessing to us it's, it's really going to be that prophetic night certain people, certain people you will get to know the exact will of God Certain people, certain diseases will just leave you. You just forget it. Amen. <laughs> now, <laughs> oh God, thank you, Jesus. I'm grateful, Lord. This place is hot. It's an atmosphere. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We bless you, Lord, because you are God and you are king over everybody. I'll just, today God is going to bless us with somebody, but before we get to be blessed, I think God will bless us with. Can we just rise to our feet? We'll make I, D, and D. I, D, and D. I decree and declare. I decree and declare. <laughs>
right? I know we're used to, I decree and I declare, we'll just call the words and that's it. This is not the way I do it. This is not the way we will do it today. We're going to pray it one after the other. I decree and declare. I decree and declare. I decree and declare. This is my prayer. I am seated in heaven. That is my location. I am, that is my location with God. He said, far above principalities and power. That is my location. Every principality and power is beneath me. I decree and declare. That's what I decree and declare. That is my place. I know my spiritual location. I am far above, far above principalities and power. Declare it concerning you. Listen to me. I decree and declare. I don't know about you. I decree and declare. I am illuminated with God's wisdom. My mind is illuminated with God's understanding. That is who I am. That's me. Jesus. My mind is illuminated with God. I declare and I declare. I walk in divine direction. I walk in divine direction. On my journey to the glory of God. I walk in divine direction. That is my own. I I will not choose a wrong husband. I will not choose a wrong spouse, a wrong wife. I will not run a wrong business. Divine direction. God begins to direct my life. Step after step. Whoever I talk to was the leading of the Holy Ghost. I will not make a mistake again in my life. Divine direction. In the name of Jesus. I declare and I declare. I declare and I declare. My faith is unshaken. My faith is unshaken. My hope is unshaken. And the glory and God's glory for my life is sure. Next one. I declare and I declare. I declare and I declare. Listen, 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 listen. I don't have time to pray these things. So I will declare it. We will declare it. I will declare it. You will not declare it with your mouth and you're forgetting it. As you're saying it, you're seeing it. Are you listening to me? You will declare it and say it. He said, I declare and I declare. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd. He leaded me beside the still waters. That's what God said. He said, He leaded me beside the still waters. Meaning that He doesn't take me to wrong places. I decree and I declare, My shepherd is the Lord. 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 Listen, 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 the part of sin. Is a decision. Is who has become your shepherd? Because if scripture said he leaded me 
in the path of righteousness. It means that God, if God is your shepherd, sin cannot be your place where you are entering. I decree and I declare. The Lord is my shepherd. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness. My path is just. My path is righteous. My path is holy. I am not impure. My path has been corrected. I am a righteous man. In the mighty name of Jesus, I declare and I declare. I know my spiritual location. Begin to call them. I walk in the spiritual location. Today, I enter my spiritual location. I enter into the spiritual location called hell. I enter that spiritual location called power. I enter that spiritual location called wisdom. I enter into that spiritual location called power. Location called prophecy. I enter that spiritual location where I know all things. I enter into that spiritual location where my mind is broken. I enter into that spiritual location where my family is blessed. I enter into that spiritual location where my 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 brothers and sisters have been pulled into the gospel of Jesus. I enter into that spiritual location where I'm completely overwhelmed by the presence of God. Nobody has ever noticed you. People 
Your voice is powerful. Your wisdom, your skills are powerful. You have been made, you have been perfected. Let me tell you something. It's not that some of you are not ready for a man. We're going to declare today that light. That light that shines forth and brings forth me. That man that God had destined. I begin to manifest. I begin to manifest. I begin to manifest. I take over my sphere of influence. When God has given me. It is my place. I don't know where that place is, but if it is the government, I take off, I begin to shine. That light begins to spot me. If it is ministry, that light begins to spot me. That light begins to spot me. If it's economy, ah, she dragged up a little part. I cannot be hidden. My family cannot be hidden for too long. The light of God begins to shine. I begin to manifest. I begin to manifest. I begin to manifest. Listen to me. Someday, in fact, I was shocked to discover that the Holy Ghost took me to a particular place. I was discussing with Minister Chooks, and the Holy Ghost took me to a particular place. I can't really tell because the location of the place was not told to me. But the location, the, the buildings and the things that surrounded the place, I understood. It looked like Abuja and it looked like Lagos. Those are the two places that I, I know those structures are available. And when I was in that place, I saw a man. And the man, the man was at, at the moment when we were talking. The Spirit of the Lord took me to that place. And he said, this same man is complaining that he lacks people who have wisdom for something that is viable for him to give them money. He had money, but didn't know who to give. <laughs> and I was, I, was, I was trying to say, no, 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 no. Am I just seeing this thing? I felt the tangibility of it. There are prophetic things that you know that this one is accurate. And there are prophetic things that you can say, I was trying to say it. But I'm going to declare this. Those people that God has blessed them with what they want to have, they begin to manifest. They bring them forth into my door house. God begins to give them my name in dreams. God begins to give them my number in dreams. God begins to throw my number at, at strategic locations. Some of you is just a manager that needs to raise you up. They have been looking for your kind of skills. For somebody to invest, they have been looking for somebody with that kind of business, that kind of idea. Say, God, I place my value. 
Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. How many of you are ready for God's blessings today? God's about to send forth his servant. Amen. God's about to send forth his servant to send his word. And listen to what God said. He said, he said, he said, Jesus was saying this. He quoted what Moses said. And he said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out. Ah. Say, God, let your word sustain you. That the word of God can make you never get hungry. It means that the word of God can make every business come alive. Say, ah, Father, I care less what people say, what everybody thinks about me. Some people said I'm useless. I don't care about it. Some people said whatever, but I sust- my sustenance is your word. It means that physical things can be replaced by the word of God. I replace those things that didn't work with the word of God. It works them for me in Jesus' mighty name. Just be seated as we be, we be blessed by
Jesus joy. And I would love to teach you something about this. Now, when people come to minister to you, it's, it's the sign of honor that you do not sit and wait for them to give you. If you were expectant for anything, you would rise up to get it. Right? Now, when God sent forth his servant, he sends forth what? He sends his servant. He sends forth something with his servant. His word, right? And if the word of God is God, then it means God is sending forth himself. I used to say this that I'll give you a small gift. Or a big gift. Sorry. As I'm stretching it to you, because of value you have placed, you will not see that coming. How much she has known the value of what she's received. So whenever people come up with such word, your expectations and your expression brings forth that thing. So the person may not look like it, but the way you prove it is to bring it as God wants it. So when we come to church, there are two things I'll tell you. to stand before generals, CEOs, ministers, presidents, people who start up new things that have never been seen before. It's a privilege to come before people are coming back when the devil thought he had kept us bound. But we are standing out. We are coming out. It is a privilege to see that's what T.D. Uh, Jakes was talking about. People who press is a privilege. And I know God is going to do great things in Jesus' name. A sign that we are pressing is because we are here today. No matter how the grape has grown and is plucked, you must take the, the grape towards the wine press. You must press out the wine from it. Okay? And that's why we're here. God is going to compel His grace that he has deposited in us right from the beginning, before the foundations of the earth. He said, 
we are hidden in his heart. Hallelujah. So as we are here, God is going to make us, you know, bring out the essence of his essence in us. In Jesus' name. I know we are expectant and God is going to do great things. I want to bless God for the ministers that have ministered. <laughs> Thank you very much, uh, Philippi. That was really awesome. I'll come back to it. Amen. Really want to bless God for uh, Madi's humility. Sometimes it takes humility to, to sit down. When God is telling you, go and sit down. Enjoy my moment. Don't talk. It takes humility. If you have learned nothing, I think you have learned. Leave the, leave the stage. Leave the spotlight. And go to his feet. That could be his desire. And the ability to discern it. You know, sometimes discernment also comes when you found... Uh, <laughs> scripture saying that now and now, this is the bone of my bones. So discernment, sometimes you are weak. But when you found Jesus, as Becca was saying, when you see Jesus, it gives you the strength. She knew she was weak. She prophesied it. She declared it. But she could not help it because she needed to speak. But someone have to come. <laughs> and now said, no, let me take your place. Do you understand what that means? And then she went and she dressed it. And then what she was supposed to do was done. And even more effectively. Do you understand what, how God wants you? God wants you to rest. Just recognize that you are weak. And then invite him. I think if this is the message, but Anka she goes. True. To me, I'm blessed already. Leave the stage and allow him to come. If you allow him to come, more will be done. Truly speaking, tomorrow, but when we are giving reference to the announcement, the host, and if you are saying the, the, the HR, you do not locate the lady again. And then she will still give the glory back to the person that actually came on stage. That's how it works. So please, you think you have wisdom, agree that you are not wise. And allow the one in whom is hidden the treasures of wisdom and understanding. Take the center stage. You think you are weak? Allow him who gives strength. Take the center stage. You think you are skillful? Allow him. He said, he said make a joyful noise. He said, play skillfully with a loud noise. The only time noise is permitted in the kingdom is when you do it with skill. Hallelujah. So you make a loud noise. Play skillfully with a loud noise. I was wondering. But they taught us in school that noise is a nuisance. Somebody must leave the stage. True. Somebody must leave the stage. The devil never jumped out of Saul until David left the stage and allowed God to play the string instrument through him. So every chord that is strong was making a new sound and that spirit cannot exist. And I know God has been playing a lot of music already, truly speaking, he's doing it. I just, I so strongly believe God is doing great things. Mr. Becker have observed the move of God, what God has been repeating. He just wants us to know that he is everything. 
is every say set apart. That was it. What we were saying. Set yourself apart. Just recognize. I think today's meeting is about recognition. Recognition. Just recognize where you are. Where you are is good enough. But just recognize it and then step out. Step out. Peter recognized that he was sinking and he cried out. He cried out, right? He said, I am weak, I am weak. And help came. <laughs> I know you must understand this thing I'm saying because <laughs> help will come for us in Jesus' name. Acts chapter 24. Is it verse 20, 26? 24. That's not what I'm doing today, but just say it. So when you recognize where you are, this is what uh, Paul did. His power of recognition. Uh, 26 verse, okay, 22. Acts 26, 22. He said, Having therefore obtained help of the Lord, I continued unto this day, witnessing to small and great, saying none other things than those which the prophets and Moses did say should come, having obtained help of the Lord. I continued on to this day. So he did not continue, he did nothing until he recognized he was weak, and then he went, according to Hebrews 4, 12, he went to the throne of grace, right, and obtained help of the Lord. Then he began to do because at that time, it wasn't Paul again. Paul was willing to die. He was willing to be stoned because actually he left the stage. He left the stage. And Jesus Christ came on board. He left the stage. The power to achieve more is actually to give up all. Just let go. And God will do great things in Jesus' name. Well, I really want to bless God for this privilege. Um, over the week, it has really been a struggle. I felt some of the burdens that paranormally feel. <laughs> a lot of things were coming to my head. Talked about spiritual maturity. I analyzed a lot that we say about it. But I felt it wasn't what God will have us do. I, and that was day before yesterday. I was praying one time like that. And then my eyes were just opened to a scripture and she mentioned it. She said, even dry bones shall rise again. When she said that again, it re-echoed a lot in my head. And I know God is going to do that in Jesus' name. And if you observe the meetings, we've been talking about partner, partner, things like that. I don't know if you get, but you get at the end of the meeting. Can we open to Genesis? I trust God to be as fast as possible. Genesis 2, 23. Genesis 2, 23. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones. Take note, please. This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. Singular in this case. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. 
Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. But remember I said now this is the bone of my bones but flesh of my flesh. Hallelujah. Let's also open Ephesians 5. So don't just be thinking about male and female right now. I know that's what is going on in your mind. But let's open Ephesians 5 verse 30. Please do well to write these scriptures please because I might not say as much as I thought for God will do more. Ephesians 5 Okay. So for we are please look at the screen. So for we are members of his body of his flesh and of his bones. Next verse please. For this cause, you know, shall a man leave his father? Can we go to can we go to uh, 29? 29, please. Please just follow carefully what God we have those kids. He said, For no man ever yet <laughs> hated his own flesh. He was giving room that a man can hate his flesh. But as far as we are living now, none have done so yet. Mm-hmm. But none shed and shed it, even as the Lord, the church. Then 30 now says, Now he has changed it, even as the Lord, the church. Then he starts talking He said, For we are members of his body, of his flesh, of his bones. Hallelujah. Verse 31. For this cause, because we now know we are all these members of his body. Members of his flesh and members of his bones. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. Next verse. This is a great mystery. But I speak concerning Christ and the church. <laughs> Hallelujah. So he was telling us, this is a great mystery. You agree to it. But he said, before you think it's a great mystery, I was talking about Christ and the church. But for you to understand Christ and the church, you must know that for this cause. So if it is Christ and the church, already let's place it. Jesus is the husband and the church is what? The bride. That's to say Genesis 1. <laughs> I was now looking at it. If you look at the narration of Genesis, you now wonder who was writing it. It was he was narrating a thing there first. He said, and um, okay, verse 22 of Genesis 2, Genesis 2:22. Genesis 2:22. He said, and the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman and brought her. Unto the man. Okay, are we there? Okay. And the rib which the Lord made, the Lord God had taken from man, from Jesus. Let's just let me just begin first. Made he a woman, the church, and brought her unto the man. So, someone was narrating what God did through Jesus and bringing the church out of Jesus. 
So if we want to say Moses was narrating it per se, or whatever, but we know maybe Moses was giving the, the book. So now if this is it, just, I don't really know how to place this, but you will get to understand it. Even uh, Paul agreed that this is a mystery, right? But I was speaking concerning the church and Christ. And then verse 23 now says, Adam, and Adam said, now, this is the bone of my bones. When the man who took a rib from Adam, finished his work, now Adam now said, when God took something from Jesus, it's, it's been in Jesus all this while. The rib has always been in Jesus. When God took the church from Jesus, He brought it out, right? Finished the work and made the church something you will pet, something you have to give sweet stock. You know, ladies, but something you have to buy ice cream for, something you have to go to termin trek to terminals for, something, something you have to even die for. To that extent, you understand? And then he brought, he displayed the church before Jesus Christ. And now said what? And then Jesus acknowledged the finished work of God. And I said, now, this, this is now, verse 23, this is now the bone of my bones. I was now wondering, sir, that we are in a dispensation. Could it be that God had brought out a rib from this man, Jesus? to make other dispensations, sir. But he had not acknowledged, he has not acknowledged that they have compatibility with him. Perhaps they have, he said, now you are members of what? My body, my flesh, and my bones. Hallelujah. Amen. So they had the bones all other dispensations that came out from Jesus because nothing was created that was not created by him and through him and all things exist in him could it be I am not concluding that dispensations came out of Jesus Christ and then but they lacked a component of Jesus they were the bone of his bones many generations Many dispensations came out of him. But until now that this dispensation came out, we, he now said, now, could it be he had been, he had been waiting for a type like him that will be members of his body, not just his body, members of his flesh, not just that, but also bone of his bones. Amen. Amen. If this is just an assumption which the Holy Spirit will speak to us better, then what's the implication of this? Actually, we're going to consider, we're going to consider what? I don't know. Well, bone of my bones. I struggled. The, the first topic that came to my mind is actually bone theory. <laughs> when I saw, don't look at any poster. Don't look at any poster. The Holy Spirit will close your eyes and open it when it. And we put man into sleep. But in, sir, I was now wondering if actually the old was actually a shadow of the new, right? 
That's to say everything that happened here was Jesus Christ and the church. Everything that happened here was Jesus Christ and the church. And he now said, Therefore, Genesis 22, 24, he said, Therefore shall a man leave his father. Which man? Therefore shall Jesus leave the father. Did he leave the father? Yes. Therefore shall a man leave his father and do what? And his mother. Who is Jesus's? I just smile over it. Let's not go there because I don't know to. But you, you can say the Holy Spirit if you want to. <laughs> Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife. He had declared that now this is the bone of my bones and she shall be called woman. A time in the spirit as we learn that things happen in times. Then the narrator now said, Jesus declared this at a certain time. But at, his, at another certain time, in order to fulfill verse 24, and left his father and left his mother. Why? To be cleaved to what? His wife. And scripture said, he that findeth a wife, findeth a good thing. And obtain it, what? Favor from the Lord. Of the Lord. Hey, queen. I wish you say something. <laughs> so, Pa is going to dish out the mystery behind that very soon. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So, Jesus gained favor of God. He said, the hour has come that the Son of Man might be glorified. Because why? You made a church. I accepted the church and said, now this is, this has come out from me. And what else? God is going to help us in Jesus' name. Amen. So, if the topic is bone of my bones, hallelujah, or the bone theory, hallelujah, bone of my bones, In school, we are taught about human skeleton. How rich there is anyway. The human skeleton is made of, uh, you know, who knows this car? 206. Pojo 206. Pojo 206. Who knows? Okay. How many bones do the human body have? Someone will say, think about it. But I have given you a clue. How many bones do the human body have? 206. Ah! <laughs> Ushers, please, that special gift. You give it to Pa and also to Minister Becker. Only the two of them got the clip and the answer. So you will never forget because you remember 206 posture. <laughs> it's law of association. No mind. <laughs> so now, if the human skeleton is made up of 206 bones, and Jesus Christ said, Now you are the bone of my bone, that's only one was picked from Jesus out of all the dispensations. Could it be that 206 dispensations have come out of Jesus and none have ever been made in the image and likeness of God? But when it happened, he recognized 
the work of God when God was done. And Jesus now said, now, even though he was this and he is the son of God, he recognized when God started from maybe 1, 0, 0, 001, 0, 0, 002, 003, the dispensation failed God. On this earth, failed him, did that. Could we say God experimented with the angels? They failed. God experimented with the cherubims. They failed. God experimented with the seraphims. They failed. God experimented with a lot. A man also failed. Amen. Man also failed. The other side to this story will be understood better when we see Jesus as the second Adam. Scripture said that, right? So the first Adam failed. So permit me to say, actually, this dispensation now, if you are in Christ Jesus, is 2077. <laughs> because this is the dispensation that will not fail God. Say, so this is the generation of them that seek him, that seek thy face, O Jacob. It is written, and what is written is written. You can fail, oh, but as far as this generation is concerned from the second Adam, this generation will not fail God in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm telling you, that's why God will say, though the righteous fall seven times, surely he will rise again. Yeah. Because it is written, except you, you have all that English that said, you, are, <laughs> you, you write yourself off. It is written that we will not fail God, except you write yourself off this. That's why Jesus came again. He said, Behold, I come in the volume of the books. It is written concerning me to do thy will, O God. So it has been written concerning you. It has been written concerning you. If you are actually from the second Adam, Jesus Christ, I'm telling you, we will not fail God in Jesus' name. Amen. You either you like it or yes, you will not fail God. Because heaven has declared, and the earth will answer that this is the generation of them that will seek his face. Our parents might have failed, our ancestors might have failed, but as it concerns you today. This scripture is fulfilled in our lives, in Jesus' name. Amen. We will not fail God in Jesus' name. Amen. What are the functions of the skeletal system? Hallelujah. One is that it provides protection to the major organs, right? The brain, the cranium provides protection, right? The rib cage protects the heart, the lungs, and also um, skeletons. Also, muscles are attached on the skeletons to do what? To aid movement, right? So we can move because we are... <laughs> no wonder scripture was saying they were, all, all of them are waiting for the perfection time. Hebrews what? Hebrews 12, right? Hebrews 11, last verse. So they are all creation waited. No, not even all creation. All creation are waiting, but even the saints that have gone before us are waiting for our perfection. Hallelujah. Because we are surrounded with a cloud of witnesses. So that the church will move perfectly will not be because of just this generation. It will be because of the 207 booms 
that we move. Because they are the body of Christ, man. And the body of Christ is actually the church. But is seen in the light of the 207 generation. Don't go and say this 206, 207 anyway, please. Let it just end here, okay? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Also, production of red blood cells. Pa is going to also take us very soon on the mystery of the blood. What was it again? No, no, you said something about it before. Um, blood lineage or something. You said something about the mystery. The, the mystery of the blood lineage. So please expect that too. But production of red blood cells within the bone marrow is possible because you have a bone. Now, what is the implication of this? That because we are the bones of Christ, we can produce red blood cells and even white blood cells, right? Are produced from the bones to the bone marrow. And then the white blood cell fights. The red blood cells does what sustains the body, the energy, the oxygen in it also do what? Help you to break down whatever it wants to break down to give you energy. The oxygen in it breaks down the food to produce what? Energy for you. So without the production of red blood cells, you won't be able to have energy to move these 207 bones, dispensations. So the production, that's why you must also understand the mystery of the blood of Jesus. Paul will also come and teach that. <laughs> so, and white blood cells, he said, and saviors, I was sharing with me yesterday that, and saviors shall rise from Zion and shall judge the mount of Edom. Hallelujah. So, if saviors will rise, there are those white blood cells from the bones they are produced. Hallelujah. Remember, all these things is taking place in Jesus Christ. For in Him we move, we live, and have our being. So this production of the soldiers, this production of what? The oxygen, the life itself, life. Hallelujah. This eternal life has the ability to regenerate out of our body, out of the church, from the church. Eternal life. That's why I said, eternal life I give unto you. He said, the thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. John 10, what? 10, right? But I have come to give you life, and life in abundance, so that out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. So, blood can be generated from the bone. Fighters can comfort from the bones that we judge the mount of Edom. God is doing great things in Jesus' name. Now, the weakness in these joints, joints, right? Weakness in the joints. These 207 bones are connected together, right? They are either connected by joints or by what? Tendons. Tendons, ligaments. Ah! We went to school, sir. We are blessed. We are school, school, school people, not old school. <laughs> so, when you begin to experience weakness at any joint, sometimes it's called arthritis, right? One of the diseases that 
course. I did not, I knew, but I researched that. So don't think I am forming a biological guy. I'm not. Arthritis can happen when there is weakness. Arthritis can happen when there is weakness in the joints of the bone. Right? Because the production, you know, you wonder, let's not even go there. The production of this, this blood in the marrow becomes weak. So there will be weakness in these joints. And then that disease will occur because there is weakness between joints, dispensations. You lack an understanding of the fathers that went before us. Now, there is a disparity between now and then. But there should be a, a, a joint, a joint where they meet together. So disease will come between equa and Catholic. Because the joint, the joint, the joint bone, right? Is weak. Not that it's not there. It's either we failed to recognize it, having the form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. So we know it exists, that there is a meeting point, but we fail to recognize it. I'm not dwelling. I'm saying all this to say one thing, and I hope that we get there. Then there are some disruptions that takes place in the bones. Disruptions from something normal to something abnormal, right? So dis disruptions. One, um, one of the things that can cause bones, if you now know the power that lies within the bone, the blood, white blood cell, red blood cell comes forth from it, you now know that the devil will want to fight that bone. Hallelujah. God is healing us of both our physical body right now and also giving us the scope of his church and of his kingdom. So it will be wisdom for you to understand the multifaceted dimension of God that is revealing right now. So when he's talking from bones and he's speaking to the bone of somebody who is weak or somebody who, is, who has experienced one thing or the other, today I'm concerned of blood, bones. So anybody within this parameter or perimeter, <laughs> Just know that the person is going to receive the healing of God in the name of Jesus. So, Psalm 38, verse 3. Disruptions in the bones. Okay? So, there is no soundness in my flesh because of my of thy anger. Neither is there any rest in my bones because of my so another thing that can cause disruptions in this boom could be your sin, my sin, your sin, yes, yes, your sin, my sin can stop, can cause weakness, lack of production of strength, lack of production of boldness and courage to fight is because sin was found in my bones. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Then, secondly, I think let's open Proverbs 17, 22. Proverbs 17, 82, 22. A broken spirit dryeth the bones. 
He said, a merry heart doeth good like medicine, but a broken spirit drives the bones. So if your spirit is broken, can someone take it another version? You know, broken spirit is not in the positive, yeah. Okay. No? The Lord is broken spirit. I think. Hey. Yeah, a broken spirit could be. It's not a contrite spirit, okay? It's different. A broken spirit is different from a contrite spirit. So let's just go on. So a broken spirit is one that is sorrowful, that is worryful. You get. And scripture says, do not worry for anything, but through prayers and supplication and thanksgiving. Let your request be made known. So, if you worry, you will dry your bones. Hallelujah. If you worry, you will dry your bones. If you are sorrowful, you are drying your bones. The implication is that you are introducing disease at the later stage. Because you are killing your white blood cells, you are killing your red blood cells. Yes. So, uh, Ezekiel 32 27, the third disruptions in the bones. First, we say lack of sin can cause that. Brokenness of the spirit, not brokenness, a broken spirit can cause that. And then he said, her prince, Ezekiel 32, 27. Her prince is 32, 27. Iniquity upon the bones. Okay. And they shall not lie with the mighty that are falling of the uncircumcised, which are gone down to hell. That is eight. Twenty-eight. Go to twenty-eight. Yea, thou shalt be broken in the midst of the uncircumcised, and shall lie with them that are slain with the sword. Next. Said that there is head on a king over the world. No? Sorry. It's Ezekiel. Ezekiel 32. Cannot not be Ezekiel. Upon the bones, holy, holy, are you Let's leave it. When I find it, I will let us know. Are you Lord God Almighty? What is the land? What is the land? So, when I find it, I will let us know. But the disruptions in the bones are one, sin, two, a sorrowful spirit, 
thirdly, iniquity in the bones. So there's difference between sin, transgression, and iniquity. First one is sin in the bones. Iniquity upon the bones and a broken spirit. Okay? So just, uh, let's just go. So that we just hit the nail. The influences in the bone. Now, influences. There are differences. Now, things that come externally to affect the bone for good. Hallelujah. So, the word of fire. Let's open to Lamentation. Uh, Jeremiah 20, verse 9. Jeremiah 20, verse 9. The word of fire. As a burning fire. Then I said, I will not make mention of him, nor speak any more in his name. But his word was in my heart as a burning fire, shut up in my bones. And I was weary with forbearing, and I could not stay. Hallelujah. That's to say, his word, his word, his word, his word, his word was in my heart as a burning fire, shut up in my bones. So one of the influences we can receive to bring forth transformation for the brokenness, the dryness, the infiltration of sin or even iniquity is by allowing the word of God to become like fire in our bones that will make us arise even when we feel like sitting, that will make us stand and run even when we feel like just walking, that will make us to take over, overtake even when we just feel like just remaining, you know, side by side with our enemies. Hallelujah. And then Lamentation 1.13. Lamentation 1.13. You can do well to write this. Please. Let's just be fast with it. Lamentation 1.13. Also write Hebrews 4, verse 12. So Lamentation 1.13 says, From above, he sent fire into my bones. And it prevailed against them. You can read the remaining one at home. But from where? Above. Had he sent fire into my bones. Amen. Then Hebrews 4 verse 12. Hebrews 4 verse 12. Just allow the Holy Spirit to do his thing, please. Hebrews 4 verse 12. And he said, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing of asunder of the what? The spirit and soul. Next verse. Neither, neither is there any creature that is not manifest, is not it? But you know what the word is saying, right? That the word of God is quick and sharp, sharper than any two-edged sword, so that it pierces into dividing asunder the soul and spirit, a separation. And it also said that it is a designer of the thoughts and also dividing of the bones and marrow. It mentioned that too. I can't find it. The word of God divides bones and marrow. Where that blood cells are produced, the word of God has what it can do to it to bring it back to the state it ought to be. And the word of God is also a discerner of the thoughts and intents of our hearts. But that's not our concern per se. Our concern is that the word of God has the ability to pierce into bones, marrows. Hallelujah. 
because of the correction he will do in Jesus' name. The second influence is in the bone is the spirit of prophecy. Ezekiel 37 verse 4. The second influence is of in the bone is the spirit of prophecy. He said, prophesy upon the bones. Prophesy upon the bone. The spirit of prophecy. In Revelation 9, no, don't go there, please. Revelation 19, verse 10. He said, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Hallelujah. Amen. So this one is saying, Ezekiel 37, 4. Again, he said unto me, prophesy upon these bones. Amen. Amen. And say ye unto them, O ye dry bones, the word of God. Someone was doing the working. So when you discover dryness in the bone, weakness in the bone, scripture is saying you can allow these influences come upon them. He said the word of fire, the spirit of prophecy, and then finally the word of strength. The word of strength in Acts 3. Verse 7. Acts chapter 3, verse 7. The word of strength. They are all components of one thing. And he said, And he took him by the right hand. Go to verse 6, sir. Now, having understood everything we said, that there was a condition, the bone was broken, the bone was crippled. Dryness in our lives, dryness in our finances, dryness in our home. You've discovered that dryness. And then it's, if one came who has the spirit of prophecy, and he said, Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I known yet, but such as I have, I give thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise and walk. Then verse 7. And what? He took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankle bones received what? Strength. His feet and ankle bones received strength. Could it be that the issue had actually been his bones? Hallelujah. Hmm? That that crippled man, his issue was his bone. That man using crutches. His issue is actually his bones. The man having POP, his issue could be the bones, right? Now spread it across other areas of dryness. The issue could actually be the bones. But how do we treat this dryness? How do we treat these things? The man that has the spirit of uh, prophecy had to prophesy to that situation. And in not rest. He came, he lifted him up, and he did what? And he said, immediately, immediately, it did not take time, sir. It did not take time, because what? The word of fire had already dropped into that condition, because the man having the spirit of prophecy prophesied, did to prophesy according to the word of God. We're going to read it in Ezekiel. According to the word of God, that is to say, whenever you will prophesy or testify or do anything, it must be according to the word which you have commanded. Son of man, prophesy to these bones. Prophesy to these bones. 
You must be able to identify the crippleness if there is a word like that. You must be able to identify the crutches you are using if you've seen any. You must be able to identify that POP around your neck that makes you unable to move. You must be able to identify that you can't fight again because something has killed your white blood cells. You must be able to identify that you have no energy to move, to take a step, to enlarge your coast, to stretch forth, to break forth, because something is wrong with the bones. But it's wisdom to know what to do. But according to the word of God. Nothing will happen if it is your word. I'm telling you. That is why God will give us an ear that hears. Say, ear that, that hears. Let him hear what the Spirit is saying. What is the Spirit saying concerning that dry bone? He said, The words I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. So, God will be asking you and I today if you are able to identify that dryness in your finances, if you are able to identify that dryness in your intellectual capacity, if you are able to identify that dryness that has kept you on a particular level, if you are able to identify that dryness in your relationship, that area of dissatisfaction. Oh God, the world has finished. Dissatisfaction. Dissatisfaction. Thank God is putting smiles in our faces. Why? Because a merry heart does good like a medicine. Right? So, the question is, dry bones, can they live? Is there hope? Out of hopelessness, we'll be learning about hope, right? When you think that man that has no leg again, had an accident, no leg, sir, no leg again. Can those bones comfort, sir? Is it possible? So, God threw that same question to Ezekiel. Ezekiel 37. Ezekiel 37 from verse 1. We are going to pray. We are going to pray something that will be dangerous for you. God is going to, as we are praying, God will separate you from everything that separates you from Him. He will do that first in the name of Jesus. It's going to be dangerous because you will lose friends. It's going to be dangerous because you will lose friends. He said, please follow me. They hand and allow God to do his things. I am so sure that God wants to, God wants to heal our bones. He said, my son, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper, one, and be in health, even as your soul prospered. He said, I know, the elder was telling them in a third John 3, he said, I know you are prospering in spiritual matters, but I, I wish above all things that you prosper in two areas. Prosper and be in health. Location, spiritual location. Be in health is a location as we have heard. Hallelujah. Prosper, be in location. And the secret of prosperity is honor. Honor the prophet. Right? The secret of establishment is what? Believe. Believe. 
in God. You will be established to let's not go there. Then Ezekiel 37, verse 1. The hand of the Lord was upon me. The secret for the spirit of prophecy is the hand of God upon you. Hallelujah. So if you are praying, you'll be wise to ask God to place his hand upon you. He placed his hand upon Elijah. Elijah ran fast because a lot was activated. Elijah's bones that were weak, praying that there should be a cloud, dark cloud for rains to fall. He was tired. He placed his head in between his thigh, asked his servant to go out seven times. He was pressing. TDJ said press, right? He was pressing in the place of prayer on the mountain until he heard a voice that it is settled with a sign. Right? A voice, a sign. Until he saw it fully. But he was bold enough to declare unto kings that there would be a sound of abundance of rain. Are you bold to declare to kings what the Lord has told you in the secret place? Are you bold to come and tell me, I have gained admission? Because you heard it. Tell them, I have gained admission. You don't click. It's the spirit of prophecy. See, the testimony of Jesus means you have witnessed something. You have koinonia, you have fellowship with the reality of something. You've witnessed it. You've seen it. Then you prophesy it. It's a spirit of prophecy. He said, the hand of the Lord was upon me. And he carried me out in the spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. And set me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones. Hallelujah. And caused me to pass by them, run about. And behold, be seeing his legs were walking. His, his eyes is now walking, right? And behold, there was very many in the open valley. And no, they were very dry, very bad situation like Nigeria. But God will visit us. And he said unto me, not unto another person, but you right now. What is the Lord telling you right now? What is the Lord showing you right now? Dry bones is showing us. And he says, son of man, I know you are a man of God. But now, son of who? Man. Come, 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 come down. Hallelujah. He said, can these bones live? And I answered, oh Lord, that noise. Let's now analyze his statement. Next. Again, he said unto me, prophesy upon, upon these bones and say unto them, oh ye, he told us how to pray it. Oh ye, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Why? The word of the Lord. He said, the words I speak unto you, they are spirits and they are life. Do you get? You don't give spirit to something that that has life. You give spirit to something that needs life. Hallelujah. He said, hear the word. You are telling the bones. Hear the word of the Lord. Because it can hear. Next verse. Huh? He said, the word, this is what the word of the Lord. He found it. And he said, thus saith the Lord, God, unto these bones through the mouth of the prophet. He said, behold, I will cause bread to enter into you. You are prophesying upon the bones. 
But now bread is entering into the bones, and ye shall live. Next verse. He said, and I will lay signs upon you, and will bring upon you flesh upon you, and cover you with skin. He will give you the ligaments. He will give you the sinews. He will give you the tendons. He will give you the flesh upon you, and cover you with skin. And put what? Sir, number seven. Verse 7, please. He says, So, as I heard, hallelujah, that God is about to do something new in my life. That God just gave me a word of prophecy. As I heard the word of God, so I prophesied. As I was commanded, as I prophesied, <laughs> You must be watching as you are prophesying. Don't just prophesy blind. Don't close your eyes and be talking to the devil. Open your eyes so that you know his movement. Don't just close your eyes and ask that cripple to rise. Open your eyes and see if it is rising. Don't just close your eyes and tell that lecturer, leave me. Open your eyes and see if he's actually living. He said, as I prophesied, there was a noise. And behold, a shaking. And the bones came together. Bone to his bone. God is fixing us in Jesus' name. Every dryness in our relationship, bone, we come to his bones. You will not mistake. You will not take what is not yours in Jesus' name. You will not start a business that is not your calling. You will not start a ministry that is not your calling. Bones, remember, when God will give you a ministry, sir, hello, sir, when God will give you a ministry, he will not give you some from something beautiful. He'll give you some from something dead. Very dry bones. But when he begins to prophesy unto his bone, we locate his bone. Every provision you need to make something whole is in pieces. Hallelujah. It's in pieces. I'm telling you. The favor you need, they are in pieces. But bones will locate bones. You will receive a call from the right, the left, the west, the east, the south, the north. Because bones are locating bones. Bones will locate bones in the name of Jesus. Wherever our provisions are located, they will begin to come to us. We begin to attract them in the name of Jesus. Wherever our peace is located, we begin to attract them in the name of Jesus. He said, ah, behold, there was a noise. There was a shaking and the bones came together, bone to bone, verse 8, bone to bone. And when I beheld, he was disciplining himself to continually see. He says, see what the Lord is doing. When I beheld, lo, the sinews, the flesh came upon them and the what? He said he's bringing beauty into our lives. According to Isaiah, is it Isaiah 60 that says that he gives beauty for ashes? It's an exchange taking place. Flesh, things that are dry. He gives what? An oil of joy for a heart that is weary. He gives joy. He says, skin cover them above. But there was no bread. Two things. Hallelujah. You are built according to the word of the Lord when you prophesy. You built a thing. You built stability. You built the leg, the hand, the bones, the flesh, the ligament, the eyes. Everything 
was put in it, but yet it has not been activated. Hallelujah. God, you see, God, we are in different stages. You can be at this stage where you built something, an area of your life. It is standing like this. You know you built something, sir. You could be at the point where you are locating a dragon. Every one of us here, we are moving in these dimensions. But when, if you are at the point where you are built up to a standard, God is about to do something. Say, but there was no pressure then, sir. Next instruction. Before you take the next step, wait for the next instruction. Hallelujah. Before you take any next step, any minor or major step, wait for the next instruction. He gave you an instruction first to build. And you built by the power of God through spoken words. Hallelujah. He created the words from his mouth. He said, through faith we know that the world we are built, we are created from words. Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 11. No, don't go there, don't go there, sir. Verse 9, I said, Then said he unto me, Second word, prophesy to the wind. Prophesy, son of man, say to the wind. See, if you check this, prophesy to the wind, it means prophesy to, to rock. Yes, sir. He said, prophesy to the Holy Ghost. Eh? No. Wait. We need to see this. The word, the spirit, and the father, right? He said, now you prophesy the word. You've built something. He said, prophesy unto the wind. Son of man, say to the Holy Spirit. Son of man, say to the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, you are my teacher. Come and teach me. Can you talk to the Holy Spirit? He's telling you, move your level from the word. You've been studying the word. Yes, yes. Come and come. The next step is now having a koinonia, a fellowship, an intercourse with the Spirit. He said, talk to the Holy Spirit. Spirit of God, you are the source of wisdom. Can you give me wisdom? Spirit of God, I am weak in this area. Strengthen me. Can you prophesy to the Spirit? Take it to the next level, I'm telling you. Forget about that rubbish they call next level in, in the political realm. He said, say unto the wind. Don't say it. What will you tell the Holy Spirit? Again, you will negotiate and transact the next business with the word of God is a constant medium of exchange, of transaction. He said you will talk to the word who is Jesus by the word. You will talk to the Holy Spirit by the word. You will talk to the Father, Son, by still the word because it is a legal document that, op- that is operated upon in the heavens. Hallelujah. And as I say to the wind, don't say the Lord God. Please get what God is telling you specifically to you. He said, come, come from the four winds. You see, it's a different thing now. It's a different thing now, right? He said, come from the four winds, O prince, and breathe upon this land that they may live. From the north, from the south, from the east, from the west. Oh, wind, comfort, comfort. Ruach Adonai, Ruach Elion, Alos Paracletos. Holy are you, oh God. Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, we've hearkened to your word, we've spoken to the, the, the dryness, the dry bones in our lives. You've put flesh upon them right now. 
we are grateful. You put sign your upon them. Father, we are grateful. But Father, we ask you to activate, oh God, that which you have built. Activate us, oh God. We prophesy to the Spirit of God. We prophesy to the breath of life. We prophesy to the fountain of life. We prophesy to the King of Kings. Let the breath, let the winds from the four corners of the earth, from the four corners of the heavens, let them come upon the slain. Let them come upon what you are giving flesh. And let them live, oh God. Let it be so. Let it be so. Let it be so. Let it be so. We prophesy, son of man, son of man. That situation has lasted for too long. That pain has lasted for too long. That disease has lasted for too long. That condition that they say is not permanent has been permanent for too long. It is time to rise. Your finances has been down and low for too long. Your intellectual prowess has been down for too long. Oh God. We have run ministry in the in this land for too long. Father, we prophesy. Prophesy to your health. Prophesy to your body. Prophesy to your body. Silver and gold I have not. But such as I have, I give unto you. You people, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Rise up and walk in the name of Jesus. Rise up and walk. Wherever you are feeling pain, put your hands there and say, I prophesy in the name of Jesus. I put on the garment of the prophet according to the word of God. I prophesy to the tribes. I prophesy to my condition. We are going to prophesy to Nigeria. The we prophesy to you. We Thank you so much for this word. It was the word for this season, and it you may not understand it if you do not connect it to understanding the church and the process of the church. He gave us the detailed prophecy of the church. He told us about the bones that were there earlier. He said there were there were other bones, but this one Jesus called it the bone of my bone. Let me tell you the truth. He just explained this exactly. He said that there is a generation, a set called the 207 generation, that are never going to, that will never lose God. Now let me tell you, in every system and every dispensation, God keeps that generation. So in that form, you will discover that in generations, people will die and lose God. But inside that same generation, there was a 207 generation. Are you, see, are you seeing this? Are you seeing this? That it is not, it was in different dispensations that bones were available. 
But God will call in that same dispensation. There are always 206 within a dispensation. But he will come within that dispensation and say, there is one inside this plenty that is my own. I'm born of my own. Flesh of my flesh. I don't know what you are, but some of us will come to church, but we will not know. We will not know. We will not. You know the problem? And he told us why this thing goes this way. I think he gave us the exact prophecy of why it happens that even here, the 207 generation, some have missed it. Are you listening? Look, look up. Oh God, oh God, man of God, I'm blessed. Listen, he said, he's, he picked up one, he said the word of fire. Jeremiah talked about the word of fire. He said, it's like fire in my bone. I cannot keep quiet. It is. The 207 generation are the generation that would say the word of God is inside me. I want to keep quiet about it. People told me, shut up. I said certain things and people thought that it was stupidity. And I was, I was claiming that I believe God and other people called me stupid for believing God. But in the 207 generation, I got discouraged and I want to sit down, but there was a word of fire within me. That's the 207 generation. That's one of the signs that you know them. The 207 generation as they are, and the generation that will say, God, this fire is inside me, I will not keep quiet. I will keep on with what you have said. This is the word of God. It's inside me, it's burning like fire inside me. So in that same generation, there are other people who, the, who God is saying, flesh of my flesh, blood, bone of my bone. But you see, he, he brought us back to the New Testament and said the difference between that man who rose up was because he heard. Mm. Yes, sir. He said, rise to your feet. Mm. And he received strength in his bones. Mm. Why? Because he heard that word of prophecy. But there was a prophecy given unto him. Yeah. Let me tell you, in this generation, the 207 generation, Eve would have never been among the 207 generation at that point where Adam was calling her until she heard him say, you are born of my bone, flesh of my flesh. I don't know what God is calling you like that. Until you're able to hear it, your bones will keep on being like that. He said to he said, speak to the bones. Let them hear to their hearing. So it means the bones have hearing. So the bones are part of the church, the dispensations that have been and the dispensations that we have. He said, now speak to those dispensations because if you want to see the power of God, you will have to connect the dispensations. See, in the church history, there was a dispensation where it was, where it was just koinonia and worship. There was a dispensation where it was about prophecy and power. There was a dispensation where it was about the love of God. There was different dispensations. But until all of these dispensations come to one, you have not entered the, the 207 generation. The, two genera- the 207 generation connects every generation, every power and anointing from the ancient, every power and anointing that is yet to be. Then Paul will talk about it and say that anybody who has tasted of the power of the age to come, so it has not yet come, but there was a word of prophecy that connected future, past, and the present anointing and things that God wants to do with this generation. All of them come together. It's the word of prophecy. But who has heard it? Who has believed my report? He has, he has prophesied. Who has heard it? Who has heard that the past generation is supposed to come together? All in me. 
to perfect me. Because that bone, he said bones to bones. That means dispensation of power, dispensation of wisdom, dispensation Oh God, there was a dispensation. See, and then he talked about it. He said there are hindrances. Weak. He said he said weaknesses. It means that there were no there was no passage of knowledge of the past. Yeah. That means you didn't know about what was. Gideon would say, God, I heard about who God was with when He was with them in the past in the wilderness. See what they produced. There were people like like Ida, Benson, Ida Usa in this land who would stand and declare things presidents were afraid of. You would hear people say, ah, how I wish Benson Ida Usa was here. All these things Wali is doing would have not been doing it. Then what, what it means that the two or seven generations has not yet started rising within you. You say, where are the people like like Joseph, Ayo, Babalola, who were people, they said that he was praying and he called and the python came and stayed close to him. The python died. People who walked in power, raw power of God. He sat down, which is gathered. He said to them, he said that if, if you people cannot kill me today, I will kill you. Let's gather and sit down here. And they were seated. He brought down fire from heaven. Literal fire. Not that we are talking. Fire out of sky came and consumed them. A Nigerian. It was the same place where he was that is the present Afe Babalola University. Ayo. Babalola. His name was Joseph Ayo Babalola. Let me tell you the truth. There is that combination of that unction. Mantles don't go away. Mantles remain. If Elijah is going, he will drop his mantle for an Elijah, Elisha. And if an Elisha will die, his mantle will not go away. It will remain inside what is called bones. And they will throw a dead man inside his own, his own graveyard and the dead man will come back to life. It means that there was still power in that bone. So I'm saying to you today, can you connect to those bones that were powerful of ancient and the bones that are powerful of things that are yet to come so that you will be among that generation where there is something called fire in your bones. You cannot keep quiet. You will not, you see, it is the generation, it was when he was saying this, Thing where people people told him don't talk again. We will kill you if we talk again. Then he said, Come. Uh, this is what I will say. I want to keep quiet because the people have rejected my message, but I won't keep quiet. Because why? There's fire inside me. It means that the 207 generation are people who will say of a truth. I heard it that God had called me. I'm saved and I can never go to hell. And they will put up that fire. When sin wants to come, the fire is keeping them away from it. When things want to make them lose salvation, they would know. They know it. Ah, Jesus now explained it in Matthew chapter, eight, chapter 19. He said in the beginning it was not so. There was nothing called divorce. He said Moses gave it to you people because of your stubbornness. That's why he gave divorce. Jesus was talking about him and the church. That with me and the two or seven generation, there is nothing called divorce. 
Then he now said that if there were if there will be any divorce, it will be as a result of marital unfaithfulness, fornication, according to King James. Then in New King James, it will say immorality, sexual immorality. It means that you have gone yourself with another woman. He said that would be the only reason for divorce. Then he now said to, to even reiterate this statement that the divorce is not yet complete. That if I have separated you because of that, I can never marry. Are you hearing it? That was Jesus talking to the church. He said if the man leaves the wife because of, se- of sexual immorality or whatever, he said that man should never marry because if he marries, he commits adultery. He cannot marry another wife. So Jesus, no matter how you have gone away with another person, Jesus will not marry another. He will not pick another two or seven. The two or seven generation will always be the one that he's married to. Just declare today and say, Oh God, I enter into that. I don't know whether it's whatever it is. I enter into that generation where your fire is in my bones, where the spirit of prophecy, I begin to prophesy. I hear the voice of the Lord. It has said to me, I have gotten you. I have begotten you. You are my begotten son. John 3.16 has declared me the begotten of the Lord. John, and, and scripture has said that those who are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. I have heard the word and it is now the prophecy that has told me who I am. I am the son of God. I am part of this generation that will never fail. I am part of this generation that will never fail. I am part of the generation that will never fail. It is the word is spoken, but until he who hears it, if the layman doesn't hear it, he cannot wake up. If he cannot speak it, if he cannot receive it, he cannot have it. Can you say, oh God, I receive of the promise of this generation that will never fail you. Even if everybody around me will fail you, I'm part of that generation that will not fail you. Jesus, scripture will say that there's a remnant generation. There's a remnant generation. That's the 207 generation we're talking about. I am part of that generation that will never fail God. We will never fail God. We will never fail God. We will never fail God. When people, when, when, when people come to talk about power, we will never fail God. We are powerful. When people come to talk about healing, we will never fail God. We will not be the generation that will seek after other gods. We will never fail God because we know God is a deliverer. We are part of the generation that will believe God to be the deliverer of us. We are part of the generation that believe that God didn't just become a deliverer unto us, but he has made us deliverers unto men. That when men are sick, we believe God. Instead of going to any other Babalao, we will declare it to ourselves. We will be that person, that people, that nation, that generation that will prove that God is still the healer. We will be that generation that will prove that God is still the lifter of men. That it doesn't mean it doesn't take you to go and sleep with men before you become lifted. That if you, you are not part of that generation that will, you will have to touch other things before you become it. I'm part of that generation that will please God. I'm part of that generation that will please God. I will not have to love in my way wrongly. I will not have to steal before I rise. I will not have to touch things that are ungodly before I become what God wants me to become. I am part of that generation that will declare that God is the God.
God. And he is a lifter of men. And I am a proof of it. And I can be that life to make you also have become a Because of me, the spirit family, listen, I don't know about you, but because of me, you cannot go to Babalao, not because you are afraid to go there, not because Babalao cannot do it, but because I have a better way of doing it. Spirit family ladies, listen to me. You will not have to go and look for other things to attract men. Believe me, God has called me among this generation of men that will pray for you and I will tell you within 24 hours when it's gone. I'm part of that generation. I'm part of that generation. It will be unfair of me telling you not to put your hands in devilish things and you're not prospering. I decide to be that generation of people that I'm a proof. That you don't need to steal to become rich. Just patiently listen and follow. Receive this word which I'm giving unto you. Mr. Chooks yesterday, I told him, I said, there's, there's, there's the power of prophecy, that anytime the word of prophecy comes around you, it takes you to agree to that word of prophecy. If today I come and say, there's somebody here with HIV and God wants to heal the person, come out, and you do not respond, you see what will happen to you? I will go back home, but that anointing to do that healing will not be there with me at home. You will follow me Nicodemusly, and I will have to tell you the principles by which the Holy Ghost will have you healed. So it will be less for you to walk it out now if you can walk it out. Are you listening to me? If I give you the word of prophecy today and it doesn't, and I, I made you raise up your hand, to you, you felt that you were disgraced. But that thing you did was that you exchanged your shame with me. Are you hearing me? If I call that person, you're a child, come out. And I pray, and I said, God is going to heal you in the next 24 hours. You see, if God doesn't heal you, you see, me and God have become shameless people. It's the shame. Now the shame has come to me. It is no longer you. God will be none of your are you listening to me? But the shame has gone to whoever has become that vessel that made you come. It is not unto you. So when I declare certain word of prophecy to certain people here, I've said certain things to certain people here, and they waited to go and meet me outside. Let me tell you, the problem with meeting me outside is that I will still pray for you, but it will be upon a principle, not upon the unction to break it. He said, the anointing breaks the yoke. When that anointing comes, it is why it is the anointing that is making me call you, not because I want to call you to disgrace you. It is that anointing that is calling you to break it. Are you listening to this? I want to say, I said this so that I will talk to certain ladies. Some of you have designed certain things. 
especially when it came to relationship, but it has not been working for you. I want to pray for you today. Are you hearing me? I want to pray for you. I declare a supernatural working of God. Amen. If I be called of God, whoever, some of you are in a relationship, but your relationship, they have made you look like, like you're the one begging in that relationship. Let me tell you this. If I be called of God, by this hour, I change that case. Amen. I'm talking to just specific ladies. And I'm declaring concerning certain people. In your family, oh God. I was I was praying one day, I don't know. Please tell me. Your family. Listen. I was praying the other day and God took me to that house. Are you listening to me? And he told me he's going to do something in that house. Permit me, it's not it's not to tell you. I'm I'm just saying there are certain things that have become bad in the house and the nature of the place, the house. Is, you are not proud of it. I'm not trying, I'm, I'm, I said this so that I'll tell you something. Are you listening to me? Now, God is about to do something. Amen. In that house. Amen. Listen to me. Listen to the word of God. Listen to the word of God. God is about to do something. He's about to enter into that house. Amen. And he will turn around and say to me, you will be shocked how he will do it. Oh God. You will lose your words. Bless the name of
is vegetable, she sells. And that's what God did. I don't know who the person is here. But lift up your voices, lift up your hands, and I will declare. prophecy was for somebody. Listen to me. There's a woman that is selling vegetable. Vegetable. And she was turned to a millionaire. said this is what the business is going to use to change her life. God will give you the ear to hear. Are you listening to me? God will give you the what? You may not know what I'm talking about, Abi. But God is giving you the ear. God is about to do it in your family. It's a small business, but it will turn around a lot of things. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? It will turn around a lot of things. Father, we lift up this meeting into your hands. And we ask that Lord, you will do something mighty. 